0: What's up, Cardboard Nation? You are not watching another episode of GoGTS Live. Instead, this is the first ever. Two shows in one. You can't beat the price. We are pleased to be joined by Beckett Radio's very own Eric Norton, a.k.a. number one of the Fat Packs. Paul Wirth was supposed to join us tonight, but he had his own technical difficulties. So we are pleased to be joined by eric norton for this year-end trading cards award show eric how are you
1: i am doing well thank you sir for having me i'm excited to be here excited to partner up with you guys uh best in the business here right here all all three of us on one screen absolutely Paul, you have to excuse us
0: absolutely and everybody you know him you love him that other guy the one the only ivan Lovegren at watch the breaks how are you buddy
2: I'm doing great. I'm just I'm going blind with these New Year's award show fireworks that are going on. This show is so exciting, so dynamic. Things are exploding on the screen. I, I don't know I don't know how to do. Can this. we say that I, on the here. emojis? I'm on Facebook right now and I'm seeing emojis. They're attacking us. This is great. I'm about to get into live stream. We've got also our, our associate producer, The Asset, watching on Twitch and YouTube. So wherever you are, say hi to us. Let us know what you're excited for. Let us know what you voted for as we go through this. And, Rob, uh, without further ado, well, I, actually, can I say one more thing, Rob? There's one more thing, but we got a packed show, so I know we got to get it yep, going. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, I just want to say thank you to everybody. We saw on Instagram people posting their hits from last week's gigantic show. Uh, the Jazzy Booms were in abundance. And so, thank you, people posting on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Some people opened their boxes and showed us the hits, which were phenomenal a numbered to 10, Michael Kopic from one of the boxes we gave away, um, a Grant Gustin wardrobe piece, and some great autographs. So, keep that up. Thank you so much. You are the reason we are able to do this show. So keep engaging like that. Um, And that's all I got to say because I know we got some great awards going on. Rob, is there any other housekeeping, though, before we get started with the GTS Beckett Radio Sports Trading Non-Sports Card Award Show Extravaganza Palooza of 2017? (laughs) Only that one lucky winner is going to walk
0: away tonight with a 2017 Bowman Chrome Uh, Mini set factory set in this sealed box courtesy of tops So all you have to do Ivan let them know what they need to do. I think we already have a pinned tweet for this.
2: Oh Yeah, it's so easy Uh, All you have to do to enter to win is go to twitter.com slash go GTS live Because you do we do have to aggregate all of these different feeds that we have going on retweet our pinned tweet Do me a favor, tag a few friends and let them know. If you're watching on Facebook, click that little share button. uh, Tag your friends that are collectors and let them know so we get a giant audience. And then at the end of the show, we will pull a winner from those retweets. And you have to be watching live to win, right, Absolutely. So without further
0: ado, let's uh, dive right into the 2017 Sports Collectibles Hobby Awards brought to you by go gts live and the fat packs uh numerous manufacturers involved and uh to give you guys an idea of some of the logistics uh and how we did this we used SurveyMonkey as our polling platform
2: Ooh, I, 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 we
0: had <laughs> 40 40 categories this year i think last year we had 26 Ooh. um I had two people um, review this PowerPoint, and no one failed to know that uh, catch the fact that I can't do math, apparently. The poll dates were from November 24th to December 22nd, and I'm pretty sure that's not 30 days, but close enough. Uh,
2: well, November does have 28 days, if I recall correctly, so I think you got it right. <laughs> We had 815 total
0: responses. Uh, Compare that to 506 last year. Uh, However, the completion percentage for last year and this year were the same at 87%. So thank you everyone who participated. Uh, These results come directly because of your involvement. We wanna make this the most comprehensive awards platform for the hobby. And thanks to you guys, we are off to a great start with Beckett joining us. Uh, I think we've got something really good, and we'll continue to do it next year. So let's take a look, shall we, at our first category. And that is best entry-level baseball card product under $80. You can see the various uh, products that were... Uh In this category Eric what did you what was your choice for
1: this Uh, it's real simple for me here it's tops it's the you know the set builders set we talk about it all the time on the on on the fat packs Uh, it's tops plain and simple all right fair enough Ivan well you
2: know so this is going to be throughout I do have a little issue with price versus purpose when it comes to these categories for me I hear entry-level and I don't think price I think getting people into the hobby. So for me, it's a product I've been a huge fan of for the last couple of years because it's so much fun, as well as being less than half of this under 80 category cost, which is tops opening day. Fun enters you into the product, into the hobby.
0: I did not go chalk like Eric, and I did not go in the direction of opening day. I thought 2017 Don Ross Optic out of all five of these products was the most fun to open. That was my choice, but our opinions only matter uh, a minute amount. What really matters is what you guys thought, and the winner for best entry-level baseball card product is none of the ones that we chose. The audience chose 2017 Bowman Baseball. 2017 Bowman Baseball is the winner, so congratulations to Tops on taking the Award for best entry-level baseball card product,
2: and I can't complain for just a minute about that 4.17 percent on top's opening day. <laughs> no, but you could switch the slide to to the award. or yeah. Well, see, that's so that's the thing. I'm almost. Am I more? Am I the only one that's more interested in the graph and how this actually played out than necessarily? You know. So I thought maybe we'd spend a minute there. Uh, just for those of you watching, be warned. I am in control of the PowerPoint tonight. Um, that said, there is the certificate. Given the category and the specifications, I can understand the popularity of Bowman baseball, and we know that tops. Uh, and this is an extremely popular product every year. So, well deserved certificate, if you ask Absolutely. me. Absolutely. All right. Next up, best
0: entry level football card product priced under a hundred dollars, and it was it was Easy. interesting because. Uh, You know, it's not the same price level as baseball, as you might have noticed. And there were reasons for that because they're priced at different price points. So of all of these seven choices, Eric, what did you pick?
1: Score. Uh, I like score a lot. It's I know it's one of the first um, offerings of the season. I picked it because I, I love the design and I love the college uniforms. There you go.
2: Ivan. Score. Always, again, entry-level. You know how I interpret this category. Uh, Score every year. Year in, year out. Wonderful. Beautiful. Uh, For me, again, 2017
0: Panini Origins. I picked this last year. Uh, I will probably continue to pick it uh, until it disappoints me. I love the designs, and the checklist was strong. The NFL uniforms, uh, early season. I like it. I went with Origins. But you... The audience picked drum roll, please.
2: What? No Panini.
0: XR. And it was close with Origins. Ooh. Brand new to the NFL product portfolio for Panini this year what? was XR. Uh, I didn't not enjoy it. I am what? a little i I'm a little surprised it, it edged out uh, to take it all. Uh, score. You guys like it. Uh, you were in the minority, but that's all right. You know, that's why everybody has. You know, an for opinion. a first year
1: product, I think XR was was an excellent product. Uh, a lot, a lot of bang for your buck. You hear that a lot around the hobby, but bang for your buck, XR was pretty nice. Absolutely. So that certainly contributed. Well, see,
2: and Rob, again, I think that, and this is the last time I'll harp on this, but just something to consider is. By doing a price category, you get something like XR, which, you know, how many of our voters are one type of collector that we reach on social media versus another type that might just love set building? So I think it's interesting that XR and Origins are that high and that close because it sort of indicates who our voters are. Absolutely. Mm Will that stay consistent throughout the poll, though? We will see. Uh, So
0: congratulations to Panini taking XR Football for the best entry-level football card product. Next up, basketball. And uh, because of the way the calendar stretches, um, I should also put a caveat on this. We put anything that was eligible was from... It had to be released after the awards poll last year and to when the poll went live this year. Because of the way release calendars work, we have to draw the line somewhere. So that was the line, and therefore there were six products here. Eric, which one did you pick?
1: Uh, I'm going to go maybe a little contrarian here. I like Panini Revolution. It was... uh it got away from the, from the hit-based product. It, the hits were really hard in that product, actually. So uh, I, I liked it just from a set builder's collector standpoint.
0: Interesting, interesting. Revolution's a little bit too busy of a design for me, but uh, I certainly appreciate the, uh, them taking a chance and moving away from the hit-based product with something different. Ivan,
2: what'd you pick? Oh, come on. Classic. I was born in the '80s. I was collecting in the '90s. It's got to be Panini Hoops, the only the only one of these brands that is a basketball brand in my estimation. Uh, though I did like Panini Revolution when we opened that box, nice and shiny. Hoops, hoops. On I boy. went with
0: 2017 Panini Hoops myself. You wait, you hey. wait so long for the first set of the year and uh hoops for me never disappoints uh year in and year out and so i went with hoops as well uh did the audience agree ivan of course not
2: the winner a sound shellacking wow of hoops, don ross uh, actually after. no actually yeah Optic. I, I guess I can't say it sounds shellacking because it posted higher than both of our other entry-level suggestions that I had, twenty-two point five four. But Optic, a clear winner with thirty-two percent of the vote. Wow, that's that is substantial. So, two
0: in a row. Congratulations to Panini. Next up, this will be interesting. Best entry-level hockey product and. Just for you, Ivan, on this one, I didn't put a price point. <laughs> uh, so very, very your much. choices were uh, seventeen, eighteen up, MVP, OPG Series 1, or, because it came out in the calendar uh, year, no, Series 2, 16, 17. Eric, who'd you pick?
1: You know, I, I don't feel like I should be commenting on this because for those of you who don't know, I do. I'm the hockey analyst at Beckett, so uh, I see these these hockey products from a different standpoint. But for my for my money, it was 1718 uh, Upper Deck Series One.
2: Okay, Ivan. Well, I have to agree. Again, um, even taking this from an entry level standpoint, Opeachy and Upper Deck Series One have a lot of similarities, and I can go beyond the price point of Opichi to Series One uh, because again. Rookie class, and while Series 2 last year actually had some great rookies, it didn't quite match up to Series 1 last year. I mean, Connor McDavid, right? Come on. Um, Or Austin Matthews, or whoever. Whoever! It's so hard to keep track. The years go by so quickly. (laughs) That said, Series 1 this year has been on fire. People are loving it. I disagree with your comment about Series 2 from last year, and that was my choice.
0: And the reason being was the rookies that were left off of the checklist from Series 1 ended up being pretty hot, as well as acetate Young Guns in more quantity. I picked Series 2. But you, the audience, went chalk, went chalk with 2017-18 Upper Deck Series 1 by an overwhelming majority of 38.99%. No surprise, really.
2: Congratulations to upper deck. Uh, so I am curious mm-hmm. real quick, Eric, since you are the hockey editor, um, what can you tell
1: us about like that, that breakdown? Does that seem about right? You know, uh, yeah. MVP is a, is a very popular uh, number two. Obviously I honestly thought, OPG would be up there because that that's the set that everybody's knocking on my door for and as soon as as soon as they say it's going to come out because mvp usually hits first then opg and then series one so but opg is that middle product that kind of brings brings the two together a uh, little surprise that opg wasn't number two actually interesting okay great insight
0: new category for this year uh and the reason for doing so is there are so many draft products now and sometimes uh, in looking at their price points it wasn't fair to put them in with some of the other products and the other two price points at entry level or mid-range so they got their own category several to choose from in bowman draft elite extra edition metal draft onyx elite platinum collegiate draft picks and pro debut uh, what tickled your fancy eric
1: um i'm sorry rob i'm going shock here uh bowman draft it's <laughs> it's a i'm not a set i'm not a prospector but that's that's where it's at
2: fair enough ivan rob i'm contrarian we talked about it just last week in fact when we opened a box i always loved panini elite extra edition as an under the radar underrated draft focus baseball product and i think they brought it again in 2016 if you have to prospect i say go for the low with the potential for high and not uh don't risk it at the high dollar bowman draft so
0: elite extra i uh i nearly went chalk uh but i went back looked at each of the checklists looked at the original srp and i too went with elite Extra Edition. And the audience selected really Uh, no surprise by an (laughs) overwhelming majority. Chalk at 56%. Uh, To me, what was really surprising about this was that not only did Elite Extra Edition not come in number second, uh, not come in number third, all the way to number fourth, and instead pro debut number two. So, interesting. Mm -hmm. And actually, Leaf Metal Draft
2: at 8%, just below Elite Extra Edition. So, that getting some love from some collectors as well. Interesting. All
0: right. So, congratulations to Top on the best draft-focused baseball card product. Uh, Switching gears, another new category for football. Again, best draft-focused football product. Several choices here from multiple
1: manufacturers. And, Eric... Well, um, the hit lover and me wanted to say Sage Autograph, but I went with Panini Elite Draft.
0: Panini Elite Draft, you know, all I right? Will, I love the college uniforms, so. Yeah, I don't mind them. It's a draft-focused
2: product. What about you, Ivan? Well, I mind them, uh, and I also had so much fun with the upgrades that Sage made this year. I won't say more. Just Google Go GTS Sage Break. And check out our break from earlier this year, and see for yourself why I chose them. Even though I have a feeling I may be in the majority, in the minority. For which once. one? Which Sage product? Hit. 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 I went. It's so so tight that it.
0: I uh, I went with your first inclination, Eric. I went Sage autograph, and I just have two words: twenty-five autographs. Yeah. <laughs> that, that for me, it, it was really that simple and, and nothing else. However, the audience. No surprise, 2017 Panini contenders, 52% of the vote, just destroying the competition, proving once again that everybody loves contenders. I have nothing against contenders, Um, in fact, especially the draft picks edition. I think it's a solid earlier uh, season release product. Congratulations to Panini. All right, let's up the game a little bit. Uh, We're getting into some little bit pricier products, mid-range baseball at 80 to 150 dollars and several different ones to choose from if you can't read that i apologize we won't take the time to uh run through them all but a lot of different selections made it a tough choice eric how did you fare what'd you pick
1: i'm gonna go be i'm gonna be contrary in here too. uh panini diamond kings I, i'd like to the variations that you had to look for on the back of both the oval versus the uh, the square or the rectangular uh, photo frames, it was it was a fun little chase for me. And uh, I, I just dug it. I, I had a lot of fun with it. That's what I picked last year.
0: Huh. And this year, Ron? Uh This year, I didn't go that direction. After realizing that Top's 5 Star fell into this price range, I liked the bang for the buck, the designs, the checklist. I went with five-star.
2: Hmm. Very interesting. Um, Now, here's the one time when I do go back. I'm a big fan of Bowman Chrome, because by the time Bowman Chrome comes out, an idea of which guys may be the ones you want to chase. It's not all just prospects. So I love Bowman Chrome for its dual service in prospecting and some guys that are now rookies. Did the audience agree with you, Ivan? I don't know. Is Bowman going to be three for three when it appears in a category? Oh, absolutely it is. Absolutely. But
0: what I find is interesting about this graph is those one, two, three, four products that each got 8 point something percent in Stadium Club Tier 1 Inception and Archives. Uh, What this graph tells me is that this is where a lot of people at the price point spend their money. Um, as indicated by the spread, and even you know U.S. Stars and Stripes getting more than one percent. If you look at the total numbered answered, you can do the math for yourself and figure that you know that was nothing to sneeze at either. So everybody's got something that they like in this category, and it was it was closer than I thought it'd be. Bowman Chrome wins out at 18.82, but not it wasn't a whipping. So congratulations to well, tops.
2: You- congratulations tops um i know we got to show the certificate but again another very interesting slide because one of the things we hear constantly on social media and i'm sure you hear it at uh, beckett as well there's too many products we don't need all these products and yet this is an interesting representation of collectors being very very evenly split on what they collect so just something to keep in mind i'm not saying one way or the other Look at that spread, though. Nothing's at 30% dominant. This fits the category exclusively. Will football
0: continue to follow that trend in the mid-range, even though mid-range mm. for this level is 100 to $200? Again, several different products from Panini, and including a couple or a few, actually, Don Ross-branded products. Eric, what did you go for in this category?
1: I mean, I feel like I'm just being a just just real square here but it it's contenders i mean i don't think there's a doubt about it in anybody's mind out there i think it's contenders
0: oh in anybody's mind huh just speaking for collectors as a whole all right fair enough I, i'm i'm willing to bet the majority said contenders all
2: right we'll see what did you pick ivan well i i mean come on what else is there contenders <laughs> it's the autograph that you chase every year <sighs> yes I, I get that. I, uh, I went a little contrarian.
0: Um, I appreciated this year in this category, price range wise, 2017 Panini certified cuts. I really liked the product concept and I appreciated uh, Panini rolling the dice a little bit with something a, a little bit different. That got my vote this year, but I have a tendency to agree that you guys are probably right. I imagine contenders wins out in a landslide did it no, no. wow wow panini prism panini prism so people i'm done shows over yeah i mean people love their shiny people you know when when tops had a license tops chrome would have won this probably hands down i think that This shows that people have embraced and bought into Prism as their new Chrome uh, 20 to 13.67%. That's not even, I mean, it's not double digits, but it's a
2: pretty good margin. See, now, Rob, I couldn't disagree with you more in this case, um, because I think there's two things at play. One, I do believe that both Contenders and Prism would have had a strong margin against Topps Chrome if Topps were still making uh, branded football products. Uh, Two, though, I think recency bias plays a huge part in this because, remember, 2016 Panini Contenders pretty much lifted the hobby for a year uh, on the football side with Dak and Zeke, despite all the controversy we found from it. That said, 2017 Panini Contenders only hit shops, what, yesterday? So it's a long time away, whereas 2017 Prism, that was the most recent new shiny keys. So, I, so you just think it was a timing thing? People don't. People yeah, forgot. Yeah, I think it's like if you <laughs> release a movie in February, it's not going to win the Oscar the next year. Fair. That, that's what I think, and it still showed strongly at 13%. Fair enough. All right, congratulations, Panini. I wanted to say contenders. Prism. <laughs> yeah, see? See? Let's go no. to the chat room and see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check out some chat while you introduce this next All one. All right. Yeah, let us know what people are saying in chat. Mid-range price
0: basketball. Believe it or not, what mid-range is in basketball is a 90 to $150. So that included everything from Aficionado and Court Kings, Prestige, uh, some great brands people are familiar with. Uh, Eric, what did you like?
1: Uh, it was Panini Prism here for me. It, and I think, again, I think it'll probably be on most people's uh, uh, voting queue because, man, those Silver Prisms from the Ben Simmons specifically from last season dominated the market. And it, you, could, you couldn't get anywhere but Prism. Okay. Uh, I I went with something
0: a little different. It was a new brand. It was my pick is aficionado, and I'll tell you why. I, I'm not a design snob like some people, but I love when I was opening those packs. If you go back and look at the break, I slowed down and was taking my time because I really enjoyed looking at them, mm. and it, it made an impact on me. So I went with the
2: aficionado, Ivan. Uh, now here's the thing I've always felt like contenders was the king autograph in football I feel like prism is the king base rookie card auto in basketball so I went with sixteen seventeen panini prism despite a weaker rookie class I feel like that's uh, you know they still delivered and of course as we talked about you know they started numbering more and more of the parallels which makes me happy so I got to give them my vote for that absolutely did the audience agree with you guys Mm, check that out sorry i'm a sore oh runner. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah by nearly double the next product in select another shiny mm-hmm. product interesting so yeah i, I it, it's become cliche that collectors like their shiny but there it is spelled out right there for you doesn't get much shinier Absolutely. than those two products what do people say about the contenders
2: uh debate for football, Ivan, and social? What were some of the... Um, Well, they were debating a little bit less than I expected. Uh, At the same time, though, they did... uh, Mike Fruitman, our LCS owner friend who jumps into chat from time to time, uh, Mm -hmm. specifically reminded us that uh, Topps Chrome was actually below the $100 price point, so it would have been in our entry level for football. Interesting. All right. So, yeah. So that said, uh, again, that vote was split semi-evenly anyway, so we won't worry too much about it. Prism, a hands-down winner for best mid-range price basketball card product. Way to go, Panini. And we know that it's hot again this year, especially mm-hmm. with the allocations. Speaking of hot this year, well, it was another banner year for hockey, So we have the at number ten of forty. We got some ways to go. Best mid-range priced hockey product for hockey. That category means between eighty and one hundred and fifty dollars. Rob, do you want to lead us off for once? Let us know. You lead the charge with what's gonna win. Ice. As long as it's a standalone
0: product, it's almost always gonna get my vote at this uh, level. Um, I just I love the design. I it just. It's what a hockey card product for me should be. I absolutely love it. I went with ice.
2: Interesting. Well, how about our hockey expert, Eric? Um, what do you? What did you vote?
1: People are going to think I'm crazy, and uh, but it's it's for me. It's leafing the game stick work. Uh, it's the pieces that are coming that were coming out of that were awesome. Uh, I love the history and the product. It, it was a lot of fun for me.
0: I don't hmm. think you're crazy I, I had a for me it came down to those two products so I don't think hmm. you're crazy at all Ivan what about you
2: uh, I went with Homer I just I like upper deck SPX uh, I wish we saw it in more sports if I got to go someplace for my beautiful photography though my, my full bleeds I'm going upper deck SPX so kept it simple and the audience what did they choose ooh they went uh, with a product we had a lot of fun with uh, opening last week, Upper Deck Black Diamond Hockey. 2016-17. Uh, Rob, look at the margins here at the top. Five <laughs> of them over 10% and none greater than 15%. So, so it was very close between Upper Deck Black Diamond and SPX Point. One five percent if I'm doing my math better than I was Yeah, that's a
0: pretty narrow margin. And um, as we get uh, later in the program, you'll see that I think I made a mistake when it came to Black Diamond. Um, And I'll more about that later. I will also say to the people that... Do we
2: have to pull the certificate? No.
0: I will also say to the people that only gave both Leaf products uh, less than 7%. You guys need to open more of that product. Um, yeah. I, I, that's all I think that's all I'm
2: going to say. Uh, yeah. well, I, I also wonder on that, um, if part of it is just the availability that they see shopping at only this or that LCS, because when we do the hot in the shop product previews on those, they are stunning. It's like leaf knows that they got to work hard and they've done it the last couple of years with hockey. So, um, Keep in mind that those those are some products that you want to check out if you're a hockey fan. Absolutely. Next up, so
0: congratulations, Upper Deck. All right, here we go. We had to split tie end into two categories because it just it wasn't fair. Um, <laughs>
2: it just keeps getting higher. And yeah, higher. exactly.
0: So we had a, a higher end and premium. So best high end, not premium baseball product. Just put it at one hundred and fifty to three hundred. Uh some some great selections here. Uh tough to pick. Eric, what did you pick?
1: Babe Ruth Immortal Collection. It's anytime I can I have a shot at a Babe Ruth piece, a bot. I mean why not, right? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I pulled one out of a blaster. Um I took advantage of blowout's fifteen dollar blaster sale on the Babe Ruth collection, and not only did I get a bat, I got one of the Boston bat cards, number to three. Oh very nice <laughs> yeah pretty excited. Uh, Ivan, I digress
2: <laughs> that was the least that was the least excited I've ever heard someone be for a number to three babe Ruth back card from Boston No Well less. you got to
0: remember there's a hundred cards in there. every card had three back cards plus a 101 so there's actually 400 total babe Ruth back cards in that product.
2: Right. Yeah, but how many of them are the Boston? That's Braves? true, and that I is true.
0: Up. And the image of the card yeah. showed him in a pitching pose, which was pretty cool too. Even though
2: I think yeah. it was taken when he was in a Yankees uniform, but it, it was pretty <laughs> good. I hear the back of the card had some great copy on it, it too. Of course. Uh, that said, despite despite how beautiful that was, this is a tough. I mean, this is for me. This is actually the toughest category, even though there's only six. Which of these would you not want to open? One of these <laughs> showed up under your Christmas tree. Which one would you be disappointed in? Um, and I gotta go with the one that that I would, if I could only have one, I would pick a box of triple threads just because it's so much fun to open as well as hit focus. You can get a big hit. You can also get those super dumb cut words that are just so much fun. and it has a bit of character for a high end baseball product. So, That's where I would go if I had to choose between one of these amazing six cards. When I returned to the hobby in the early part of 2000, 2001, one
0: of the brands that left an impression on me was Tribute. And in the last few years, Tribute hasn't reminded me of those brands. This year it did, and it got my vote. 2017 Topps Tribute was my pick. Mm. However... What did the audience like? No surprise, really. Uh, Year in and year out. I think regardless of of what goofy die cuts they put in that product, people are always going to love triple threads. Uh, Museum collection inching up, though. Uh, That gap is getting narrower Mm -hmm. than it was last year. So uh, congratulations to Tops and triple threads.
2: All the way through. Sorry, I didn't... I forget, I'm running things over here.
0: That's all right.
2: Uh, (laughs) I was raised on those old little things, when the bell chimes, turn the page. So I'm just waiting for that. Uh, That said, we're we're ready to go ahead into the next high-end, not premium sport, which is football. We're talking 150 to 300, six products. Eric, which one of these are you asking for under your tree, if you can only get one?
1: You know back in uh 2010 and 2011 i missed plates and patches and I, I saw it i got to open it this year i liked the concept of it but for my money it was black gold
0: black gold all right uh i went with a product that was new to the portfolio um and i know i'm going to be in the minority but i liked the roll of the dice uh, in panini majestic for the simple reason being i thought the card design was absolutely phenomenal i thought it was uh, a good looking product. Um, and for nothing else, uh, I just liked the way it looked. So it got my vote in majestic.
2: Well, uh, you know, I wasn't quite sure, Eric, did you say which Panini black gold? Cause notice, with the sorry, calendar, there's two. 16, 16 black gold. Okay. Then I fully agree with you because again, in my estimation, you can't beat that Dak Zeke rookie mm-hmm. class uh, Carson wins as well. And those fat, fat gold sharpie autographs on the black background I love so I went with Panini Black Gold that said the audience, the voters the public they went with recency bias 2017 Panini Black Gold apparently a Panini upped the ante box. this year. And really no surprise that these went 1-2 um,
0: I, I honestly thought Panini Majestic would, wouldn't get as many votes as it did Um for whatever reason, it seemed like a lot of breakers weren't into it, uh, which always seems to, to impact opinion a little bit. But, uh, yeah, black gold, people love it. So uh, no surprise there. are getting, uh, what, a little bit more than half of the total votes.
2: Yeah, and we are seeing that football collectors are a little more inclined to jump into leaf for their rookie products leaf trinity getting double digit votes of the 674 votes yeah that's pretty impressive actually
0: well Mm -hmm. next up we've got leaf in uh, has two products in the best high-end basketball product uh not premium numbered 150 to 300 and uh maybe a little bit easier to pick for some people but i don't know eric would you go with
1: Um, I'm going Leaf here again with Best of Basketball. Uh, Man, I I love these Best of products that that, uh, BG does over there at Leaf, and this was one of my favorites, so uh, that's got my vote.
0: Eric, I mean,
2: excuse me, Ivan, what about you? Um, You know, I was thinking the same exact thing. I really love what they did this year. Actually, I I was torn between that on both of these. Um, You know, every once in a while I complain that some of the products don't differentiate themselves enough, which is why the – Uh, The two Panini products here don't stand out for me as unique as Best of Basketball, which featured not only some amazing uh, graded cards and autographed cards uh, repackaged, it also featured new exclusive Magic Johnson autographs on Leaf cards. So I love the fact that they did that. Um, I think that when a buyback product also integrates something new, it's fun. So that's what made me push it above unopened basketball, which is another crazy product if you don't know about it. It's an unopened box of classic basketball cards. Yes. I went with Grand Reserve. I appreciated uh,
0: the, once again, just stepping outside the box, trying something different, going with a little bit of uh, creativity and not just – Throwing something else out there, but saying, "Hey, let's let's put something new out at this price point," and I went with Grand Reserve. But what did the audience think?
2: The audience, they went chalk on this one. Panini preferred the most recognizable brand of the three. Uh, again, though, with a pretty even split for only four products, I'd say that that is a, a interesting split to not see something in the single digits. Um, I did not see something at 53 or so, as we saw with the draft uh, contenders. And also
0: this graph, the way the results worked, it it cuts off. As you can see, you can't see the whole thing. I know for a fact that Leafs' best of basketball, uh, excuse me, was the one that took 21.45 and unopened edition there in fourth
2: place. Oh, also we should uh, give a quick shout-out to... (laughs) Brian Gray, the head of LEAF, is actually in our Facebook chat right now watching and talking with collectors. So that's always fun when we have someone like that with such insights. So so correct us if we're wrong on any of the things we're saying about, uh, about LEAF or give us some other insights. Um, as we transition into another one that LEAF showed up really well in this year, which is high-end, not premium hockey products.
0: Uh, 125 to 200 dollars and here is where uh,
2: i don't know what i was thinking Ooh. there's black diamond again uh, <laughs> yeah we did have fruitman the lcs owner in facebook uh, we also have stevens collectibles in live stream another lcs owner shout outs to them uh he pointed that out didn't that have an srp of yeah 200? so i um, the fact that it i don't know
0: what happened but like i said this is a really challenging and difficult product i apologize but uh, for my <laughs> money, uh, hands down, this was uh, Leaf in the Game Superlative, uh, an absolutely beautiful product, well done year in and year out. It took uh, continues a long legacy from the original in the game. I appreciate that they kept the name in it and the content uh, delivered, as always. 2017 Leaf in the Game Superlative. Eric, what about you?
1: Lumber Kings, man, uh, just like... Just like stick work, I really like the pieces in Lumber Kings and the history there. Uh, that's where, where, where my money is.
2: And Ivan? Well, I'm sorry, BG. I appreciate you showing up and watching the show. I'm I'm a chalk guy in this category again, though. I, I don't have the history of hockey the same way as uh, these other gentlemen do. I'm a newer hockey fan the last 10 years or so. So I'm stuck with Upper Deck SP Authentic as what i'm getting if i'm getting a box at this level and it looked beautiful this last year so that's my future watch right i mean it's all about the future watch autographs Yep, exactly. and
0: the audience went chalk at 37.7 percent uh black diamond not far (laughs) behind not quite sure how we count yeah so where the participation (laughs) is uh, moving on, congratulations, SP Authentic. All right, into the premium products for baseball. This one is ah, this one's transcendent. over three hundred dollars, and move along. Well, you can you can go transcendent, and I almost didn't even put transcendent in here because it's just such a, a different product. Um, and, it ruled an entire week of the hot. More than a week because the party was yeah. well after it came out and the party got a lot of hype. But uh, for, me, if, uh, for me, throwing out Transcendent because I could never buy it, I could maybe buy one of the other two, so I picked Diamond Kings. Eric?
1: You know, I, I couldn't wrap my mind around Transcendence. It was definitive for me. I liked, I liked the cars that came out of it. The Transcendence, I was never even going to be able to to think about getting in on it. So uh, I had to go to definitive because it was at least season.
0: Very good. So you obviously went Transcendent, move on. What did the audience select? Oh, man. I feel stomped on, Rob. Yeah, you did get stomped on. Diamond Kings, 36.24%, but... Uh, pretty evenly split between the three products. At least thirty percent of the vote for all three. I'm actually surprised Transcendent got as much as it did. And uh, hatering Yeah. So 2017 top well, diamond
2: icons. Again, I say it got stomped on. That's actually a pretty even 30, you know, three, three, three look though. So that's. Again, interesting with how much I see certain collectors of vocal minority perhaps complain about some of these products, and yet it seems like all three were well received. Um, Absolutely. By Absolutely. All right, diving
0: into premium football over $300, flawless, national treasures, immaculate, and greatest hits football, all from 2016, releasing in the 2017 calendar year. Go back in the Wayback Machine. Eric, who did you pick?
1: I think it's just National Treasures for me. Uh love, love the patch pieces in here. And, um, again, some of the college uniforms got thrown into it, so I love that. This is National Treasures for me all the way.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. To me, this is a brand that defines the sport or the sport defines the brand and are perfectly paired. I went with National Treasures as well.
2: Concur. Why Why mess with a great thing? Let's see what the audience had to say. Oh!
0: Uh, yeah, really no surprise with nearly 50% of the vote. Uh, 669 total people voting, so uh, a lot of love for National Treasures. Switching gears over to hoops, uh, we've got another slate of 16-17 products national treasures flawless impeccable and noir eric lead us off
1: i like the presentation of flawless but i i, I think national treasures is, is it for me here again um again with the patches flawless is just a little too much for my for, I, I can't afford it i'm gonna be honest with you i can't afford it national treasures i can i can work into the budget finding need
2: too
1: all right
0: uh unlike a lot of the other newer products i went with i did not vote for noir um i liked what they were trying to do with that I, I i hope they bring it back and work on it a little bit but for me again it was flawless matching the sport
2: so i went with panini flawless ivan yeah everything that you guys said about national treasures being sort of iconic in bas- in football i feel flawless has become to basketball it's actually transcended national treasures Uh, sneaker pump cards come on get out Uh, I went with Flawless (laughs) and the winner is yeah
0: no surprise 2016-17 Panini Flawless but again National Treasures right there Uh, less than five percent difference between the
2: two Uh, people love Flawless Mm -hmm. It would be interesting to get a report. I know that uh, GTS or the manufacturers will never release this. um, Of how this voting lines up with actual sales, though, I'd be really intrigued. Yeah, that would be interesting.
0: But uh, let's check out premium hockey. And interestingly enough, this was anything over $200. So we had Ultimate Hockey, President's Choice, Blue and White Centennial, Upper Deck Premier, and Upper Deck the cup from (laughs) 1516 seems really weird to see that but that's just the way it released in the calendar eric i have a feeling um you went with the cup am i right
1: i mean you have to but i want i do want to give an honorable mention here to president president's choice blue and white centennial it was a nice product uh i don't it wasn't i don't think it was heavily broken but if you're a Leafs fan that was that was a pretty cool product but the cup here on the back of Conor McDavid, I mean, how how can you argue that?
0: I'll argue with you in the fact that Upper Deck Premier offered uh, great content, a lower price point, equally great hits. I think it is the most underappreciated product
2: across all sports. Whoa, period. heavy words. Ivan? Oh, come on. The cup. How do you argue with the cup? Okay. <laughs> underappreciated my cup. It's the cup. Who cares about Premier? I mean, we do. (laughs) Shell out that 880 for a box of the cup. Do it. And the voters are on side. Probably because he went pretty pretty
0: chalk on that one. Yeah, no surprise. 56.97%. Especially being so
2: long ago, knowing the rookie class. uh, Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. We did see Leaf jump up, though, uh, not not last place here, third place, closing in on Upper Deck Premiere with Ultimate Hockey. So, again, a lot of these things, too, if you're brand new to the show or you just tuned in last week, there's information on all of these releases on GoGTS.net, uh, the website of GTS Distribution, as well as on Beckett.com, the website of Beckett Media. So go out there and see some of these products, and if you're thinking about picking up an older box, to relive the last year, year and a half, and uh, celebrate these awards, do so. Absolutely. All right, that rounds out the pricing
0: tiers. Now we get into some fun, different stuff with a look at the mm. best retro-themed product. <laughs> Choices being Gypsy Queen, Allen & Ginter Heritage, and Goodwin Champions. Um, I have a feeling I know what Ivan picked, but Eric, what did you pick?
1: Um, I, I kind of struggled with this one because... To be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of any of these products, but <laughs> I picked Gypsy Queen <laughs> because of the of, of the baseball purist in me. Uh, I, I did I did like Gypsy Queen a little bit more than the others. Fair enough, Ivan. Well, I'm curious. What do you
2: think I voted for, Ross? I since, think you uh, since you've got. The I insight. think you voted for Goodwin Champions. Ah, you're right. I love it every year, in and out. Such an eclectic mix of athletes as well as uh, other sports, dinosaurs, lenticular cards, astronauts or astrofields or meteorites or dogs or who knows what, Goodwin Champions. Hands. I chose Goodwin Champions as
0: well. The World War II relics were simply amazing. And when it came to how the original compared to how they configured the product, Um, I just thought they did an excellent job again. So um, really, for my money, Goodwin champions. But uh, I don't mind any of them, to be honest with you. And the audience chose. Baseball. Nothing of what we picked at all. 2017 Tops Heritage. Will that be the case when Heritage replicates the 1970 design this year? Right? Right or are Uh, we up to 69 are they
2: skipping are they skipping are we up to
0: 69 all right yeah i can't wait to see if they. they better not skip my birth year because i'm actually going to collect heritage that year
2: oh that's fun well rob i will say one thing that none of the three of us mentioned was aaron judge and retail scarcity heritage it was a hot product overall so we went with our favorite card as far as actually an industry mover in the hobby this year tops heritage yeah, was one absolutely of the, and like you know. i said i mean and you I, know we have
0: our opinions other people have theirs that's what makes it fun uh so congratulations to tops heritage best soccer product uh not broken down into any price tiers uh both panini and tops products in here um uh, From different leagues and I know that you guys over at Beckett got a good look at uh, most of these as we did as well Um, Eric Mm -hmm. what did you what did you pick
1: I personally that this was no question for me it was panini immaculate I like the immaculate brand as as is but uh, you brought soccer to it and man I loved it I thought it was great
0: I couldn't agree with you more I chose immaculate as well will it be a trifecta
2: oh rob so you know how we always show 600 so voted 100 skipped i'm in the skipped on this simply because nothing this year will compare to next year when we have the world cup and lafc representing los angeles here i've already got the bumper sticker on my car so i abstain from this category All right. and next year i'll vote for them all what did our <laughs> what did our audience go
0: with Ooh, in a narrow victory, Panini Immaculate very closely outscoring Select. I think that's really telling of how much people appreciated the price point of Select with the content in there. Yeah. Nice. Stadium Club, obviously wonderful photography. But uh, another mm-hmm. another example with so many different products in the category, many of us saying, how many soccer products do there need to
2: be? Well, it looks like this answered it, that there's enough. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, people. Well, especially with the interest of the, the difference between what Panini's license is with FIFA and Tops' license MLS, with MLS yep. and EPL, um, it's, it's interesting. It's good to see a mix where... 3 of the top 6 are tops and 3 of the top 6 are penalty. Yep, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, here was an
0: interesting one. Category 21, best MMA product. Here was the problem. When Ooh. the poll went out, when the poll went out, 2017 <laughs> Tops Museum Collection was supposed to be released in that the time frame that made it eligible it's now got pushed back to january so i have a feeling this one is going to be voted on upon its laurels of anticipation based on last year it's certainly the way that i went uh between these three if i only had one to pick i would pick museum collection and so i did eric given the goofiness of this what would be your choice
1: well i was i was banking on museum collection but it did get pushed so uh, I had to go tops Chrome here. I went with what I knew with the Chrome brand, and then we got to open some of it, and I, I liked what I saw, so couldn't couldn't be mad at Chrome.
0: I like that. We enjoyed opening Chrome as well. What did you pick, Ivan, or did you abstain?
2: No, see, I'm pretty sure that I didn't read properly. <coughs> I didn't recognize the difference between 16 Museum Collection, which was the debut for MMA, and 17 which is still set to come. So I'm pretty sure I voted Museum Collection because 2016 <coughs> Museum Collection MMA was just, it was a riot. It was awesome. It was so cool to see them combine a couple of different brands with the Museum Collection base. Uh, so that's where I voted. Um, incorrectly or correctly, we'll find out. Um, but I'm sure lots of MMA collectors are looking forward to the soon-to-be-released Museum Collection 2017. yeah. And- <laughs> That said, who won? Uh, pretty evenly split
0: between Museum Collection, <laughs> Anticipation, and Chrome. Uh, and like I said, yeah, with the release date getting pushed, I think a lot of people voted on the impact it had in 2016, assuming it was going to be as good. Uh, mm. So, MMA. And I like the fact that they're balancing and not releasing too many MMA products. That's, that's a license you got to be careful with. You can flood the market way too quickly with that. Absolutely. Next up, best WWE slash wrestling product, and there were some great ones to choose from, uh, from WrestleMania to Leaf Originals. Uh, Eric, I know you appreciate the squared circle. What did you pick?
1: Man, I, I actually I liked all these products, and I'm going to be contrarian here. I know that I am. It's, it's 2017 Leaf Originals for me, but it's because... Of the, the the checklist, man. Every one of those names on that checklist, I knew and loved as a kid. I couldn't I couldn't go anywhere else.
0: Fair enough. I went with a product that I've been impressed with since its debut a couple of years ago, and it to me it was even better this year. Twenty seventeen tops undisputed.
2: Uh, kept it nice and simple even though you're probably the biggest wrestling fan I know Rob I appreciate that um, I'm with Eric I went with Leaf Originals because it's a product that I've seen uh, if if I have collectors walking around the national showing me their hits from a product like coming up to the stage and showing me their hits that tells me that it's popular and that it's beloved and they that happened with Leaf Originals where people are coming up and saying oh look I got this autograph I got this autograph great checklist love the artwork look of it so as much fun as all those other brands are i went with leaf originals Well, look at the spread
0: on this one people have an opinion but man the spread for the top three is close and winning it was 2017 tops wwe a little bit of a chalk but narrowly out edging undisputed and people gave a lot of love to Heritage. I was, I was kind of surprised that that got over 20% of the vote. Uh, but people like what they like,
1: so congratulations. Yeah. What I think it was with Heritage was that 87 baseball design.
0: Oh, uh, maybe that's why I didn't like it. Am I the only one <laughs> in the world that doesn't like that design? I feel like I am, but oh, well, that's fine. Uh, next up, we have best, quote, other... Or multi sport product. And some really good ones here, man. There wasn't a a dud in this entire category. Historic autographs, Hall of Fame inductees, Leaf Q, Sports Heroes, Leaf Signature Series Tennis, Rookie Retro. Uh, Eric, what was your opinion on Lucky Number 23?
1: You know what I liked, man, was the Signature Series Tennis from Leaf. Again, it's the checklist. And tennis is just a product, as a sport, we don't see enough products from. And that that was a nice checklist. Brian, again, did a great job with it. I really loved it.
0: Very cool. I went with a Leaf product myself in the form of Leaf Q. Um, when this product was slowly teased, and then uh, the image dump that they did before release, uh, very few things capture my attention on my Twitter feed. Like when Brian Gray does an image che- tease of a product, Leaf Q stopped me in my tracks it got my vote
2: Rob I'm right there with you on Leaf Q um, I think that the entire rollout was pretty awesome and how they did it and how they teased it um, that said uh, sorry I'm getting distracted because I'm looking at the go site for it right now I'm about to share the link in the chat so the people can also check this out um, we, we need more of that. So, Brian, I'm only saying this because you're listening. We need... I love these individual cards. When you tease these individual cards instead of just a sell sheet, it makes us all so happy because it's such diversity. Um, but I just shared the link so you can check out those cards as well because they are awesome. They have the Pure Glass, which are one of my favorite inserts across all cards. Um, my Chris Bryant Pure Glass is one of my favorite cards. Leaf Q. Leaf Q. It's the long answer. Next up
0: is... Or I mean, I'm sorry. And the winner is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a I brand like the, uh, new, a intro brand intro new winner! Congratulations to Historic Autographs, mm-hmm. uh, a first-time winner in the awards with Historic Autograph Hall of Fame inductees, uh, edging out Leaf Cube by three uh, percent, little more than three uh, percent. Congratulations to Mr. Hefner and the team over at Historic Autographs for taking the win in multi-sport
2: or other category yeah i also wonder rob if this isn't part of the uh you know the um what movie won the oscar the crash effect or the slumdog millionaire effect when you've got five movies that are very similar and then one that's different so the five split the vote and then the one that's different comes out one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so it gets a higher percentage. Anyways, that said, speaking of the movies and the Oscars, we've got some great Oscar award winning films that got their own movie themed product this year. You think I'm joking. Never forget, they give out Oscars for special effects and for makeup design. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we split up the entertainment category, it was only fair to give
0: it some. Uh, because it's so vast, it wasn't fair to just have it as a single category like we did last year. So for best movie themed product, uh, lots to choose from. A couple Star Wars, Alien, Clerks, James Bond. Uh, which one did you pick, Eric?
1: Upper Deck tugged at my heartstrings with Clerks um, because I really love that movie. But I'm going to I gave my vote to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It was it was a it was a high product. Uh, the costume, the wardrobe, rel- wardrobe relics from that were awesome.
0: Very cool. We pulled a nice one. I remember. What about you,
2: Ivan. Well, for me, if it had happened last week and not m- a month earlier, I would have voted for Alien, the movie, because when we opened that box last week, I fell in love with that product. Sadly, I voted the first day you emailed this out. I was on top of it for one, so I went with Upper Deck Marvel Spider-Man Homecoming. Loved the movie, thought that Upper Deck did lots of justice to the set as well. Fun story cards, as well as some great autographs on the checklist, including Michael Keaton. I went with 2017
0: Upper Deck Clerks. Uh, First off, it was long overdue to get its own trading card set. And the fact that they were able to get literally everybody on the autograph checklist, literally everybody, including some amazing dual autographs, uh, hands down for me was Clerks. What did the audience go with, though? Well,
2: they went with one of the. Oh, 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 jumping around. They went with Star Wars and the worst Star Wars at that Rogue One Series <laughs> Two.
0: Well, yeah, we combined Series One, Series Two. This was the best image I could find, so oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, but more than double the uh, next choice in Star Wars Journey to Episode Eight, but. Both of them combined taking well over half of the category, but there's Clerks
2: coming in at mm-hmm. number three. Pretty great for Clerks, in indie film, uh, to be able to compete with Star Wars yeah, and Marvel exactly. like this. We should tweet out this particular picture and tag uh, Kevin Smith. Tag yeah, Kevin do Smith that and say, "Hey, way to go taking on the big boys." Number three, um, I do feel bad about Alien being that low. It's got to be because of just awareness of the product a little bit. And, you know, that's just that's the problem with classic vintage things. But I'm sure that if you get a chance to see a box of that opened or open a box yourself, you will enjoy it. Trust Very me. Very cool.
0: Well, next up, we had best TV themed product and as would be expected, Cryptozoic dominating the entries in this category but also the only entry from bregent marketing with bates motel season two uh a classic in game of thrones season six from rittenhouse uh, and tops with walking dead season six or seven Uh, that said
1: eric what'd you go with um i love most of these products but the one that stood out to me in season one is Outlander season two from Cryptozoic, it was, a, it's a very popular product. Season one boxes, that I you can't really find on the market, at and all. And when you do, you're gonna you're gonna pay a pretty penny for them. So uh, Outlander season two got my vote.
2: What about you, Ivan? Uh, I had so much fun watching the extremely limited number of Grant Gustin autographs from the Flash season two. Uh, what was it? Four, twelve 12 total cards, four uh, cards each of three different designs. I've long been a fan and said, hey, trading card companies with some of these make more low end, very affordable base cards with a super, super, super rare autograph. Cryptozoic did that with the Flash Season 2, and it was a lot of fun to see people, you know, fans especially, trying to get an obscure autograph like Grant Gustin.
0: I know it's hard to land top talent sometimes for these products uh cryptozoic went above and beyond in securing those autographs through um uh just paying basically retail at a signing he was at at a con Uh, but the fact that they could get him in the product meant everything and for me i also chose the flash season too uh did the audience agree with us
2: uh, well, it's hard to tell because of the, the survey system. No, well, not, not even tell close. It's not <laughs> hard to tell what one.
0: Uh, people love The Walking Dead. No surprise mm-hmm. uh, with nearly 40% of the vote. But what did surprise me, um, and maybe it shouldn't, uh, Rittenhouse with almost 20%
2: of the vote for Game of Thrones. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I have see some breakers that do a lot of that. And I also see it oftentimes in hobby shops. We don't see it publicized as much on social media. Um, I see every hobby shop I walk into, though, seems to have an open box or three of that. So collectors dig it. Very cool. Well, the entertainment category continues. Uh, And in looking
0: at all the releases, this was a category that made sense to add best entertainment legacy product, meaning it wasn't tied to a specific film or TV show season, just on the franchise as a whole. Uh, So you have Walking Dead, several different Star Wars, James Bond, Doctor Who, Star Trek, even Buffy. Um, This one was tough for me. Uh, Eric, what about you? (laughs)
1: Um, well, I feel like I'm going to go chalk here, and it's the Walking Dead survival box for me. I, I, love, the, uh, I, I love the show. I love the autograph checklist, and it was, it was pretty simple. With that being said, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Donnie and his Doctor Who love. Uh, got it on there for you, Donnie.
2: I don't know if it's chalk or not. Ivan, what about you? Um, yeah, I, I've, I'm so torn on this. What I want is Star Wars high-tech. What I think is Star is the Walking Dead survival box. That, so you went with Walking Dead or you went with high tech? Well, my vote would okay. be high tech. But if you're asking me what I think wins, it's the other one.
0: Uh, I went with Star Wars Masterwork. Um, after seeing it firsthand and looking at a couple of other breaks, uh, That's that got my vote. But uh, I think this is going to be another really close category. And the winner,
2: Ivan, is... Star Wars Masterwork, he says on
0: mute. (laughs) 18.38%. Walking Dead Survival Box coming in 16.67. Star Wars 40th at 16.51. There's your high tech, still in double digits. Look at that spread of the top four. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Very cool. I like it. All right, so then... Other entertainment products. So you've got celebrity, pop culture, politics, history. So this has got decision series two update, Dream Girls, uh, Super Break, pieces of the past, Pop Century, uh, celebrity quads, and Leaf Originals artwork. Uh, wow. Um, I'm biased. I nearly had to abstain. Uh, I- I'm almost always going to pick Pop Century. And that's what I did. I picked Pop Century. Eric, what about you?
1: Pop Century, because anytime I can get a piece of Chris Rock, I want it. So, uh, <laughs> leave Pop Century. <laughs> uh,
2: I I couldn't agree more. Echo more. Uh, even though we we did offer the Southern version, Pop Century, um, <laughs> yeah. based on a slight typo. If you if you've got your goggles Pop on. Uh, <laughs> Yep, pop century. Uh, no, we we've had the joy of opening uh, a case of this with Brian Gray on the stage at the National, and it is so much fun. I talk about it every time a new one comes out and we preview it. Uh, the just the breadth of the pieces in there. We we pulled this was from two years ago, not from this year, because this year it was so popular we didn't we weren't even able to open one, right, Rob? Uh, yes, it was. Um... <laughs> They were yeah. sold out before. <laughs> they were like, "Well, we used to, we did this Brian, the last two years, and this year it's Brian sold
0: Brian Gray told me to blame GTS uh, that there was no mm. uh, case break of it on the stage this year. <laughs> we
2: bought it in droves. Um, anyway, so, but yeah, we a few years ago we pulled a jack a piece of Jack Ruby's material that he, uh, he oh. wore. That's that's American history. That's absolutely
0: crazy. some amazing stuff. And the audience went with. Drum roll, please. No surprise. Pop Century almost two to one over the next, which did surprise mm-hmm. me. Bench Warmer Dream Girls at number two. Mm. So the other Brian, Mr. Wallace, getting some love for Dream Girls.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like seeing that, though, that the spread is very clearly what well, I mean. It's, it's an iconic product if, when it comes to pop culture.
1: Right, right.
2: Uh, These are products next that we don't get to
0: necessarily look at a a ton of, but there were so many of them that they were able to be put in their own category. Best novelty product. So this includes stickers and fun packs from companies like IDW, Enterplay, Panini, and, of course, tops with garbage pail and wacky packages. Uh, Let's go in a little different order. Ivan, what about you? What would you pick? Well,
2: I had to vote for the only one that I bought, so My Little Pony, hands down. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: Eric, what about you? <laughs> um, my, my co-host and I, Paul Worth, we, we thought about this one not very long, actually, at all. He's a huge GPK fan, so we went garbage Irish Kids on this one.
0: I went with the the only product uh, that I physically opened as well, and that was World of Batman. And surprisingly, they did a very good job of documenting the character's history from beginning to end in a concise sticker set. It got my vote. But uh, I have a feeling Chalk was GPK.
2: Is that right, Ivan? Uh, Yes, it is. Quite Chalk. Chalk my poor my little pony well it did edge out pixar cars 3. that's a garbage pale kids um now here's the real question 639 voted only 176 skipped did all of us actually buy any pack of any of these or was this just name recognition not to take anything away from Tom, the top the top 50
0: percent were uh no surprise wacky packages and garbage pale kids Uh, But, yeah, World of Batman, I think, is a good indicator at number four that some people actually did probably. Um, This one was fun. Number 29. This one was fun. Three-quarters of the way there, Rob. Best comic book-themed product. Not a movie or TV. Best comic book-themed product. So Marvel Gems, Marvel Annual, Spider-Man, Premiere, DC Bombshells. Uh, Eric, what says you?
1: you know with the uh collation of of marvel premiere what you could find in it and the sketches that were coming out of that i had to go with marvel premiere it was awesome
0: uh for me it was a coin flip between two products also marvel Premier and dc bombshells but i really liked the crossover promotion of the figure in every box i voted for dc bombshells yeah.
2: Well, I was an outlier from both of you on that in that I was hands down FLEER Ultra Spider-Man. Again, the only one of these products that attracted me enough to actually go out and get into a break of. Uh, I thought it was wonderful. I thought the artwork was just fantastic, and that's what I look for in a comic book-themed product. What did the voters look for, Rob? The voters went with...
0: Marvel Premiere. Marvel Premiere. But... Again, um, 178 didn't vote, 637 still did, and not evenly split, but the margins aren't huge. Uh, Every product definitely had their fan base. Very cool. Congratulations, Upper Deck, for that win. Another new product category, Yeah. diving into memorabilia products, best autographed baseball only products so this these are signed baseballs choices of onyx icons collection hall of fame north side edition tristar new york dynasty tristar fanatics next level historic autographs ball of fame inscriptions uh eric what'd you go with
1: all these i thought i thought all these were really great um, yep. but i went with new york dynasty i mean how could you not in, the, in that situation right No. <laughs>
2: How could you not look right above it chicago north side <laughs> edition that's how you could not and that's not even my favorite of them come on eric you guys down there in texas or wherever you're doing your beckett stuff with your what's this new york dynasty dynasty my butt aaron judge can just he'll strike out every year uh, so sorry that's so you went with north side edition i take it No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even go with that. And that's way better than New York Dynasty. I went with Fanatics Authentics next level because it truly was next level presented in a marvelous wooden box with a velour inside. uh, And the checklist was stunning. It seemed like every box or every case of six was packed with ridiculous hits, names, fantastic checklist. That was an easy one for me to vote for, even with the Chicago North Side edition being on the list. Even though
0: I saw a case of this broken on the main stage uh, at the National of Fanatics, Authentic, uh, this was a, a little bit of a, a coin flip off, uh, you know, just the tip of the hat. So I took a little bit deeper look at the checklist. And when you look at some of the themed inscriptions, that's exactly the direction I went with with Historic Autographs Ball of Fame. Uh, This is going to be close, I have a feeling. Who won? And the winner is... 2017 Historic Autographs, Ball of Fame Inscription, edging out icons from Onyx. So interesting. Interesting. Who would have thought? Wow, fun. Fun stuff. Congratulations again. Second win for Historic Autographs. Very interesting. All right. Best autographed football memorabilia product. Two companies in Leaf and TriStar going head-to-head. Ivan,
2: who got your vote? Well, there's nothing that beats ripping a box of a full-size helmet. Just that experience alone is unbeatable. So I went with Leaf autographed full-size helmets just for the fun of the experience. I don't need the gamble of is it... You know, a jersey, is it a helmet, any of those types of things. I just like this full-size helmet category. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean,
0: are you kidding me? Full-size helmets? I love that somebody does this, and that got my vote. Eric, is it a trifecta?
1: It is a trifecta, man. You, you, uh, you dangle a Bell Jackson full-size helmet out there in front of me, I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's us. What about the
2: people? Uh, well, they stuck with Leaf. Ah, but they went.
0: But they did not agree with us. They at went all. with the jersey, with the jersey, yeah. and uh, second place nope. was the full size helmet. There, fifth place uh, was the mini, and then TriStar finished in the middle with there too.
2: But uh, I I do got to give one prop out there. Check out two of those jerseys if you can see them, or again go to goGTS.net for more information on this product. Bobby Boucher. Mm. You know who he played for, right? Rob? Did I lose everyone? Did I drop everybody? Nope. Hello? We're here. Yeah, you know you know who Bobby Boucher is, right? Mm. Uh, from Waterboy? No Boy? clue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Warm. So bringing in some sports and entertainment into that autographed football jersey product from Leaf. How much fun is that? Adam Sandler, Bobby Boucher autographed jersey, nice nice anyway all right i thought that was fun
0: <laughs> next up best multi-sport <laughs> memorabilia product uh, a lot to choose from here uh historic autograph swags tri quest and quest top shelf treasury and vault from leaf uh wow a lot of good stuff here eric what'd you go with
1: Man, I went with uh, Treasury from Leaf. I thought it was a, I thought it was a great product. Uh, saw a lot of it broke, and it was it was fun fun to watch.
0: I saw a lot of it broke. I saw a lot of Vault broke. Um, for me, uh, I voted last year for Vault. It got my vote this year as well.
2: Uh, I went the same. Uh, even though I did also see historic autograph swag broke. Uh, it was ruined for me, though, because my co-host, Rob, kept calling it swag as if there was a CH in it, mm. um, as opposed to stuff we all get. So I went with Leaf Memorabilia Vault. Brian does go deep into the vault for that product, and it was loaded this year. What did collectors go for, Rob? Uh, they went with us, I think. Yeah, Ten. Ten memorabilia pieces per box. 2017 Leaf Memorabilia Vault with over a quarter of the popular vote, uh, putting a hefty margin in between it and the next contender, which was also Leaf, Tristar Leaf, Tristar Tristar Historic Congress. Congratulations to Leaf
0: again. All right, so I guarantee you who, what manufacturer is gonna win this next category, and it's gonna be Onyx, because all four of their products are the only best game used baseball memorabilia product. But this was one just for fun because they've got a batting glove product, a lumber edition product, one that has a bunch, or two that have a bunch of different stuff. And it's all game used. And for my money, are you kidding me? An MLB or M-I-L-B game used bat? You can, you can buy that and be guaranteed a game used bat? I went with lumber edition.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Eric, what do you think? I enjoyed the batting gloves actually so that's that's the way i went um i'm same way with you rob with the bats i just i thought it was cool man See, game used batting gloves they're dirty i like them <laughs>
2: uh i'm in the same I, I love the game used batting gloves uh maybe it's just because i've had a little more exposure to them than the others uh i feel like the checklist though i've seen it three or four times powerful checklist lots of fun and i know that lance uh, at onyx does a really great job of tracking down some great gear for that product in particular. I think it's the most loaded of all of them. I'm going with game used batting gloves and the winner for best game used baseball memorabilia product
0: is Onyx. And the product is preferred collection. I think breakers weighed Mm -hmm. in heavily uh, on preferred 34% of the vote, double digits over clubhouse. Uh, and the, that was the bats, uh, so people dig the bats, but they liked the eclecticness of preferred collection. Next up, winding things down. Here's another new category. and one of the ones oh, we're getting into the fun one ones. of the ones that got the uh, the most diverse number of answers. best collector blog. The uh, qualifying criteria had to be that they regularly and currently post. Um, If you look at all the other responses, there were a lot of people that didn't obviously pay attention to that and just went with their favorites. I saw like write-ins for posts that don't post or blogs that don't post anymore, like stale gum and, you know, stuff like that. So um, we did a quick uh, nomination process. We're going to do something a little different next year. Uh, I went with Wax Packs God's because I really like the quality of the writing of, of that blog. That got my vote.
2: Mm. Eric Well, I went. Ivan. I went a little uh-huh. simpler. I went with Cheap Wax Wednesdays because it's just simple and fun. And the comm- mm-hmm. Salmonson Shane Salmanson has made to opening a box of wax every Wednesday. And posting about it, I think, is impressive. And it's a nice... Fun walk down memory lane, as well as the fact that some of the things you look at and you're like, man, in 1999, that wasn't cheap wax. It's kind of funny how the industry has changed. Absolutely. What about you?
0: Are you a blog reader when you have time?
1: I am, and I I sadly had to abstain from this. I have two good friends in this category, and I didn't want to have a bias either way. So uh, I stayed (laughs) out of this one. Sorry, guys. I just didn't want to upset anybody.
2: Oh boy, did, did I? Because I know like four of those people too. So sorry <laughs> sorry for the three of you I called losers. Um, no, uh, it is true. They're all great. And the fact that they're contributing regularly, building the hobby, I think, means that every single one of the people here and in the other category deserve to be recognized for the work they do. Absolutely. I um, love
0: everyone that was on the list and several that were other. But the majority of the people picked the Sports Card Collectors blog. First off, they have one of the best logos, With the the nameplate spelling out the blog title. I love that. Mm -hmm. 40.89% of the vote. Other receiving 5.67. You do the math. From 653. So there was dozens and dozens and dozens of individual responses. None greater than any of the ones listed here, though. Uh, So the winner, congratulations, sports card collectors. All right. Next up we pay a little tribute to the manufacturer with the best mm. social media presence cryptozoic leaf panini sage tops upper deck uh Rittenhouse
2: would be on here but they really don't do uh, anything rob i could do an entire episode on this slide okay, <laughs> okay.
0: uh good, good to because know The reasons are so nuanced for all of them uh good to know uh Eric, who did you pick for uh, best manuf- manufacturer with best social media presence?
1: You know, um, his name's going to slip my mind right now, but the guy that runs the Cryptozoic uh, social George, media on Twitter. George it's not, Nadal. It's not, I'm sorry? George Neto. Yes, yes. He does a great job, man. I had to go Cryptozoic here. Okay.
2: Ivan? Well, it's like, it's like the blogger thing. I'm going to upset whoever I pick wherever. Um, and, like, I here's the thing. I love George. George knows I love George. And we've even had this conversation. Why is it George doing all the work and not Cryptozoic? Why aren't they supporting him in that? Uh, Panini. All over the place, posting so much great content. Tops posting constant great content. Everything from they've got this daily now that they have to post. Tops now and still have other great content because of all the brands they support. Um, Sage just getting into the game on Twitter finally this year and really engaging with uh, with clients. Upper Deck and Upper Deck Hockey being super active. Upper Deck Entertainment on Instagram, It's crazy and yet and he's not in the chat room anymore. He signed out, so it's it's not even anything. I love. Leaf trading cards at Leaf CEO on Twitter is how you can actually follow Brian Gray on Twitter. And I love the fact that he pulls no punches. Mm -hmm. He will actually speak his mind. I may not always agree with him. Uh, He also has a lot of great insight, though, that's well beyond what most of us get to see, even as far in the hobby as you and I are, Rob. So I went with Leaf because their CEO is willing to get out there and go toe-to-toe with collectors or alongside collectors, as the case may be.
0: Fair enough. I went with Panini. Um, I just look at the number of platforms that not only are they active on but they're actively engaged on and uh they got my vote panini america what did uh the majority of
2: the pollers pick well they went with uh the one that uh the one ring to rule them all so to speak all right tops 42.68 percent uh i think of all the
0: awards uh on here um, manufacturers probably pay the most attention to this one. Tops should take some pride in knowing that um, they won this one with our audience. 656 people voting, taking nearly 43% of the vote. Congratulations to Topps. Best favorite online breaker. This was the category we said that was the most contentious. Um, It was also the only category where other won as a whole. However, no individual uh, response tallied more than any of the ones listed. This was also the category where the power of social media came through because uh, one breaker went out and wanted to win this award and...
2: Did they do it? They certainly did. One breaker did win the award, as with every other category. Buck City cards at 13.7%.
0: They lobbied heavily and got their um, uh, customers involved to vote and vote heavily. Uh, You'll see that uh, nearly 30% of those who voted selected other. However, to show you just how many breakers there are apparently out there, uh, in the other category, the top vote recipient only had 34 votes, so it wasn't enough to surpass any of the ones uh, listed but, really. That's, for the but math uh,
2: geeks out there, that's yes. uh, 5.12%, yeah. which puts them equal with latent sports cards. So, there you go. The mm-hmm. highest other was that. But Very again, right. this also shows the diversity, because I looked at this and low down on the list are people I know are working breakers. You know, JASPY's at 3.92%. Um, You mentioned how Buck City championed for that. Well, Top Shelf Breaks, they may have in their their chat rooms on their breaks. We don't have time or bandwidth to watch at all. They came in at a pretty close and substantial second with 10%. So we know that our our viewers break in a lot of places, and this is a very fun category. I think, Rob, though, are we going to revamp this a little for next year, narrow it a little bit in some ways? Yeah yeah I'll get to, to
0: revisions when oh, okay. we go when okay. we go over that uh, but this was uh this was a category that we all needed to abstain from for uh political and business reasons uh, that one was just for you guys so but congratulations to no, Buck City abstain. cards you are the to- you are the 27 27- well you should have oh. you are the 2017 winner Buck City breaks um next up Not- best mama breaks Best manufacturer promotion. Every manufacturer has something, um, and some with a a, a couple and some with a few. But uh, for my money, uh, in the sophomore version of National Baseball Card Day, I didn't vote for it last year. I thought it was uh, poorly executed. They did a much better job this year. Topps National Baseball Card Day got my vote this year.
2: Well, I went uh, with exactly the same. I kept it simple. Um, It was was a nice unified theme, sort of stood out from the pack for me. Again, part of that may be because the others, it's a little hard to tell the difference between sometimes Black Friday versus Father's Day. Those sort of blend together. Small Business Saturday versus Hockey Card Day. I feel like National Baseball Card Day came at the right time of year when it got a full focus of everything. And so it really resonated for me this year um, for, you know, whatever reason all the reasons you just said
1: (laughs) (laughs) eric what about you did you go chalk is it a trifecta yeah Yeah, it's a trifecta man i really like the execution this year like you mentioned uh a big focus on our show is is getting kids back involved in a hobby in the hobby and i think that Topps national baseball card day did just that this year they did a real good job of incorporating uh hobby shops and getting you know dads and their sons out and or their daughters out to get involved in the hobby again I, uh, I think they did a great job
0: so did uh did the majority of the audience go the way that we voted ivan look at that yeah they, they did. did tops national baseball card day 29.83 percent of the vote no surprise black friday taking second
2: place so congratulations and even along with that i think when we just talk about differentiation if you add black friday and father's day together it actually surpassed national Mm -hmm. baseball card day so we definitely see a lot of diversity of manufacturer promotion involvement um it's a hard this is a hard category to win because of that because there are so many promotions that each deserves it's a good point absolutely
0: absolutely Uh, another new category this year in other bests, best newsworthy vintage find. Mm. Eric, you know, probably know, I know you watch the show once in a while, every show we do a hobby happening segment, and it just seemed like this year, I mean, every other week it seemed, that there was some find that was so noteworthy that it was picked up by mainstream media. I mean, you had the Matchbox find of the T, uh, 206 Ty Cobb backs, the Hidden House find, the Unopened Beer Box find, uh, the Chicago Cracker Jack find of a near-complete set, the Kalamazoo's bat, Bats Pittsburgh Allegheny team card from a flea mm. market a stash of unopened Fleer basketball with the Jordan rookies and then hanging on someone's wall unbeknownst to them for years, an original Norman Rockwell (laughs) of the tough call painting. Uh, Fun stuff. Uh, What did you pick Eric as the most newsworthy vintage find?
1: I'm going to be a little bit biased here, but it was the uh, the Cracker Jack near complete set find for me. Uh, That was in the Beckett offices, we got to see it and, and look at it. It was an amazing, uh, it was amazing find, and it was history. I was I was looking at history, olden history, and I couldn't I can't shake that feeling. So uh, the 1914 Cracker Jack won it for me.
2: Very cool, Ivan. What about this you, was sir? actually tough for me, Rob. There were these were some great things, and I love the fact that being part of the show uh, with my limited bandwidth allows me to get a good look at these things. So I'm actually familiar with all of the ones listed here made it really tough. Um I do think that the the coolest one for me with really the story behind it being one of essentially the first baseball cards of all time is that 1887 Kalamazoo Bats Pittsburgh Alleghenies team card find. Uh for if we're talking newsworthy, I like the fact that it has an even deeper historic context I think than any of the others.
0: Uh, for me, it was the unopened, wax, beer box find. The sheer amount of quality product uh, to be unearthed after all these years uh, just really impressed me. That's the one I went with. I'm really curious what the audience picked. Well, let's not wait. Wow. Oh. Three of them was over the 20%. Absolutely, And it was the Mickey Mantle Collection Hidden House Find, one of the most comprehensive Mickey Mantle collections ever unearthed, 23%. But look at that spread of the top three. Nice. Very cool.
2: Well, and Rob, really, I'm, really I'm slowly curious. learning why they call you Voice of the Collector, because look at how many of my votes have been the lowest ones. <laughs> you clearly represent uh, Joe Collector much more than I do.
0: Well, I mean, no, I mean, I'm near the bottom. I, 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 mine was third. None of us picked one that
2: placed in the top yeah, three. I just feel so. like this has been a common thread for mine to be. <laughs> near the that said, <laughs> congratulations to whoever you are, uh, hidden owner. Uh, how do we get this certificate to the person responsible for the Mickey Mantle collection, um, hidden house find? We can, we can send it okay, to Leland. You. So Leland's if, forward if that know. on yep. for us, and let's go to the. Hot, hot, hot category this year. Most collectible rookie of the year award winner. Um, Now, does that mean that they – the wording on this got me just a little. Was this – it had to be a rookie of the year to be on here, or was it just most collectible rookie of the year and will win this award? I don't
0: know. It's pretty clear. Most collectible rookie of the year
2: award winner. They had to be an ROI ROI winner. Hmm. See, because I feel like – well, yeah. You know, I wonder if any other rookies could have made this list impactful and unseated the answer. So next year you'd like it to see most collectible rookie of the year, period? Well, possibly. I do get your point, though, which your unspoken point, which is, well, now you'd have to incorporate into this poll. Well, but also recency bias, because now you only have Dak Prescott, who's from the beginning of the year. How much is football driving the industry right now at this point of the year? You know, should and that's why yeah. I did it. So it makes sense. Uh, I, I also think you know, makes it very one sided. I think towards the most recent sport oh. season to complete. It, well, it was this was extremely one sided. It was the most one sided. I, I just moved I, the page.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I mean, if you didn't pick Aaron Judge, I don't know what you're doing in this business. Um, and Eric, I don't want to speak for you, but
1: I'm assuming you picked Aaron Judge. He is in Fort Worth. No, <laughs> I didn't. I picked Austin Matthews. Um, oh wow, because you're the hockey guy. All right, all guy. right. I think I thought that this uh, was a little bit biased. I mean, baseball collectors are out there. I get it. They're, they're gonna overpower the hockey guys. I know, but man, Austin Matthews was incredible for the Maple Leaves, and he had you know. Across the board from over deck, he had great rookies in, in everything. So that's what I went with. But I understand Aaron Judge. At least it wasn't a Dodger.
0: And and that's why you never speak for somebody yeah. else. And I'm glad that you uh, did go against the grain. I didn't. I voted for Aaron Judge. His impact on the baseball card market was just absolutely unbelievable. Stores couldn't keep product in stock. We as a distributor, I mean, forget it. When you're seeing baseball cards allocated on pre-order, uh, it's and and it being totally attributable to one player, that's why he got my vote. Uh,
2: you know, I agree with you. Uh, I do think, though, for a slight revision, I would like to see two from every sport. Because then we could really see if it's, you know, a sport weighting or, or what it is. Maybe, maybe with these other sports like the Rookie of the Year winner as well as the hottest rookie right now in the season. Maybe.
0: Just, right. just some
2: thoughts. I like it and oh, our wait, last also, category who's to get this to Aaron Judge how do we get this certificate to Aaron Judge someone want <laughs> to drop it off tweet him or drop it off or you're going to see him Eric Yeah you know he'll
1: he'll be out <laughs> hanging out with me next week
2: okay cool all right cool nice nice
0: appreciate yeah. that and our last category in the 2017 we had to I, I relabeled these if you noticed in the title sports <laughs> collectible awards because we really dove into more than just trading cards this year and capping it off with the auction house that made the biggest splash with the most notable consignments. Um, And to give you guys an example, again, we talked about all of these during uh, our Hobby Happening segment. If you like that type of thing, be sure to tune in every week. And Golden, Leland's, Heritage, Mile High, Memory Lane, these were the guys setting record after record after record in money, bids, views, and consignments. These were the nominees. We did have another category. To be fair, uh, but for my money, it was heritage. I mean, it seemed consistently, just one after the other. How about a Joe Jackson signed bat, the Tough Call original painting, Jackie Robinson's rookie of the year game jersey, and that was just the tip of the iceberg. Eric,
1: you know, I had to, I looked at each of these individually, and for my money it was heritage just for the overall consumption of of what's there and when you when you got a jackie robinson rookie of the year game jersey or rookie year game jersey that's amazing in and of itself but then you had the joe jackson bat and now you've taken my breath away yeah exactly
2: Uh ivan trifecta no not a trifecta Rob. No. Because here's, the, here's the thing as with tops now <laughs> and how much conversation that generated towards me from non collectors there were only two of these auctions that brought uh, that I saw on major news media outlets outside of coming across my twitter like it just happened organically outside of my sports collecting and that was the mantle rookie breaking the record and the lucky seven tie Cobb find And both of those were with the same auction house. So I had to go with Memory Lane for making the biggest splash with notable consignments because I saw those outside of the typical hobby channels. Yep. Congratulations to Jeff Cohen and his crew over
0: there. They do a great job and big fan of theirs. Uh, But the audience went with heritage by 11 points 31.42% with the next one being the beer box find people all over that unopened wax uh but congratulations to absolutely all of these people and uh that is it for the 40 categories this year, congratulations to Heritage for a review of the manufacturers and the trading card award and memorabilia categories. Uh, the finishing results weighed in with tops with 13 total, Panini 10, Upper Deck 5, Leaf 3, Historic Autographs 2, and Onyx 1. So congratulations to all of the winners. Uh, some category additions and mm. notes, uh, a little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the program, uh, especially hoping that we work with Beckett moving forward on this in the future, um, we really want to make this the most all-encompassing award for the hobby. And I realized that there were some things that, that we should probably add. Um, and we're certainly open to your suggestions. If you have one, email us at gogtslive at gogts.net. Uh, we are going there were several different best our sign, cut signature products this year that probably deserve their own category instead of being fit into a price range. We're going to add that as a category. Uh, Ivan and I differ a little bit on this next one. Well no I, you uh, clara- best,
2: when you clarified it it made oh, sense. oh I yeah. clarified
0: okay. Uh, best digital trading card platform and I mean that uh, all of the companies have like some sort of app, so we're gonna have that. Um, I think it's only fair to acknowledge uh, manufacturer customer service, so we're going to let you guys vote on that. <laughs> Can-O-Worm
2: segment is what we're calling that one.
0: <laughs> and then uh, all the companies now offer online-only trading card products. And I'm not talking digital, I'm talking physical. Uh, that you can only order from their online presence, so we're gonna we're going to add that. Um, All the companies now, for the most part, have uh, authenticated memorabilia, you know. So we're going to add that. Um, Best grading and authentication company. I mean, PSA, Beckett, and SGC. I mean, who's your favorite? It's going to be interesting to see. Now,
2: I do think Um, we either have to split that or call it just best grading. Because those are two...
0: Don't they all... Well, they all three authenticate, yeah. But some as well. people may think this you is the better, greater,
2: this is the better authenticate. All right, okay. Plus, no, authenticating
0: goes I, beyond
1: I,
2: those companies in some cases.
0: Eric, what do you think? Will we split it.
1: I think you do have to split it because, um, it's two different categories, really. So, I okay, think fair enough. I'm all for that, and then,
0: uh, Last but not least, off the top of my head, uh, one of the things we always talk about is best manufacturer uh, presence at trade shows. And so we're not going to leave it off anymore. Now, I want to address one oh, thing. We had boy. several questions. Oh, why Why no NASCAR? Where's my NASCAR? Uh, well, here's the thing. There's four products, one in each price point. If I was gonna say what the best NASCAR product is, the majority of people are going to vote for National Treasures. period. Okay. <laughs> it's like almost not worth having it as a category. So that's why. And then we talked about how we're gonna tweak the breaker and blogger nomination process. We are going to, the week before this f- official poll goes live, we are gonna take nominations through a Twitter poll or a survey monkey poll, just for these two categories, with the only category being other and you are going to write and then we 're going to take those and put them on the sheet, and then have people vote from there okay so, so that 's how we're going that 's how we 're going to tweak those two. It was the first year we did it it 's a learning thing uh, as everything else. I think you guys saw some improvement over last year's this is how we 're going to make next year 's even better but uh thank you to all the manufacturers that provide both us and Beckett Radio aka the Fat Packs product to be able to come up with opinions to help you guys make purchasing decisions throughout the year and um Eric dude it's been a blast thank you so much for embracing this from the very get-go and uh it's gonna be fun to keep doing it man,
1: uh, I want to just thank you and Ivan both for allowing us to, to work together with this. Um, we, we did this separately last year. You guys had your show, we had our our show, but uh, I think this is the way to do it going forward and I'm, I'm happy to come on and do this with you anytime you want to.
2: Well and that that awesome. reminds me of an important point. Uh, you know right now we're on our platforms. I understand tomorrow or Saturday, this is going to be downloadable as the Beckett radio podcast. Tell our viewers that are watching live right now where they can find that podcast and your podcast every week.
1: Uh, well, if the easiest place to do it actually is just go to our Twitter page uh, at Beckett Radio. The links are there for our iTunes and our SoundClouds uh, accounts. If you if you uh, go subscribe on iTunes, leave us a, leave us a, a like and a rating. And that would be very helpful. We're, we we did a lot of things. We had a lot of milestones this year. We had. We, we went, we surpassed 100,000. Over
0: 100,000? 100, That's awesome, dude. I was going to say, congratulations on that. You guys pushed hard for that and did it.
1: Yes, we did. Thank you very much. Uh, the end of the month, end of January, we're going to have episode 250. That's another big, big thing for us at, at Beckett. Uh, you know, one thing about podcasts is that there's probably. 15 or 20 that come every day and then disappear the next week we've been consistent for three years and we've really worked to uh, gain a listenership and we really want you to check it out and uh, so going into uh, 2018 we have a lot of things scheduled and uh, we want your guys your audience to be a part of it and we want our audience to be a part of you guys so uh, please come and check us out at Beckett Radio on Twitter and follow us on iTunes leave us a like and review well that's
2: excellent and thank you so much real quick because we did say the viewer has to be live to win i do i saw you tease that box at uh rob i want to throw the name out there sport card adam adam sports cards say hi you got to say hi or shoot us a dm real fast on twitter so that we can give you this prize and thank you for watching so the prize is and thank you again to all the manufacturers uh, we have a bowman chrome mini set and, Rob, what's special, like, besides just the set, aren't there, like, five special cards in there or a chance at it? Uh, no, more. Uh,
0: it contains this year's top prospect and rookies plus 30 rare parallel
2: cards. And the complete checklist is on the back. All right. So, Adam, if you are still watching, you got to let us know that you're still watching Um Otherwise, I might just have to pick someone at random from inside of a chat room so that we can get this wrapped up um, real quick, though. While you're doing that, oh, well, oh, I was just going to ask ahead. Eric, since this is essentially your first time on the show, except we had you at the National. Um, and this is our last show of this year before uh, next year begins. What was your hobby highlight of 2017?
1: Personally or in the hobby? I, ha- I think I have two answers. <laughs> okay, Well, give us both then. Let's let's hear both. No one's going to complain. Okay. about
2: seeing more insight into your uh, your experience.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I think in the hobby, I think it was the the collective finds that took place and ended up at auction houses. It was fun to talk about all of them. And I know that was just a category, but it, man, every month it was something. It they say that the hobby is dead, but when you're finding stuff like that every. Every month, it seemed like, it was fun to be a part of. It was a great time. And then, uh, personally, man, there are a few moments that I can look back to this year and be like, oh, my God, that was just so amazing, personally. But I'm, I'm pretty even killed. But uh, at the National, we had Florida Senator Joseph Abruzzo walk up to us and say, hey, I'm a big fan of your show. I really like it. Do you have 15 minutes? Because I'd love to join you. So anytime a senator... Yeah, I, I know it's not a president, either, but, but you have a senator walks up and says, I love your show, can I be a part of it? Well, yes, sir, senator, you can. Please sit down and let's have a conversation.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, in case you guys were wondering, uh, we teased it last week in terms of, um, oh, you guys were asking, so what, did, what box break did Rob buy into? Uh, well, it was Historic Autographs lineups through – uh, steel city collectibles and dude i won so every box of this stuff has a quad autograph card of a notable team and this one is of the 1975 red sox and the notable signatures include carlton fisk and louis tiat um, i think i did pretty good for my 12 dollars buy-in <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you gotta love breaks Uh, Some programming notes as we uh, wait for the winner. before Ivan has to decide if he draws another one. We will have a show January 4th and we'll be off the following week after that. Um, We will be doing a a little bit of a look back at some things and then also diving right back into Hobby Happenings. New breaks including Bowman's Best and more. So be sure to join us next week. Um, And wanted to again thank eric for being part of this also um all the manufacturers who provided product to both of our companies throughout the year you guys really help make our shows more engaging so thank you from the bottom of both of our hearts well rob um i Uh, did ivan uh, where uh, we at i
2: got a no i got a no go on him apparently he was in chat earlier so he is a real person so i'm sorry adam we know the show went long we know that we lost a link um that said watch again next week plenty of chances to win this is the only week I think we've ever had one prize maybe one or two other weeks we've had that um, so I just redrew and Brett Howie came up so Brett I think you were watching on YouTube earlier are you still here if you are this is yours um, so yeah let's do nice. that oh and then Rob well, what, let me, we are next week I yeah. know January is going to be a little sporadic next week we're here though yeah I'll give right
0: yeah next week we're okay. here um, so let me put a bow on this. Again, thank you to Eric. Thank you to our executive producer, he uh, Joe Fallon, uh, the associate producer, of the asset, James Gale. To my friend and co-host, Ivan Lovgren. All you guys have a very safe and happy new year. Don't drink and drive. We want you back here for a brand new show next week. Happy new year, everybody, from GoGTS Live. And... Beckett Radio and the Fat Packs. This has been absolutely awesome. Good night, everybody. And you know what to be doing until next time. Always be collecting.